When we're unable to heal from traumatic experiences and events, we're not the only ones to suffer. Hey girls, welcome to the Approach the Coach podcast. My name's Natalie Bonner and I'm the deep and meaningful conversation-loving host and life coach, here to provide some life advice and personal stories with a side of tough love to encourage you to be the best version of yourself. I'm here for you on the weekly as I believe anybody can change their life if they really wish to. I have and I know you can, so please stick around if you're looking for some inspiration and ideas to improve your mindset, behaviours, relationships and just life in general. Right, let's get started. Welcome back ladies to another week of Approach the Coach and this is this season of self. So well done for joining me for another podcast. You should congratulate yourself that you have now went through six podcasts and you're about to listen to the seventh, which is all about self-healing. So because you have been listening to my podcast and you've probably been curious to understand what self-healing actually is. So when I mention things like doing the work, I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about your own personal healing, you healing your internal wounds, you healing to bring your mind, body and soul, if you like, together. Now, this episode is focusing on self-healing. So this is about things that you can do on your own without the need for anyone else. So, you know, the body is self-healing, right? You just want to clear all of this stuff out that's in the way so you can create space for your body to fully heal, almost like a clean slate sort of thing. So if you make the choice to heal, you are choosing to heal from your past experiences, right? You're choosing to heal your trauma. You're choosing you. And you're making a great decision to better yourself, which will flow through to everyone and everything in your life, right? You don't need to be desperate in any desperate situation to begin your self-healing journey. You can just start anytime. Like, although a lot of people do tend to hit rock bottom before they then find this spiritual path of or this world of self-discovery and self-growth and self-healing. Oh my God, imagine there was an actual planet for only self-healing, self-love, self-compassion, self-growth, all of the selves. That planet would be so good. And you know what? It could be Mother Earth. If it was, there'd be absolutely no war whatsoever. It would just be peace because peace is actually possible through healing. (laughs) So my advice to you would be do not wait until you hit rock bottom. Start now. And you know, you've probably heard that saying that the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. And the second best time is now. (laughs) So don't wait. Like, you can do the work now, and then that way the rest of your life is so much fucking better, or you can continue going along as you are, stuck in this cycle, then heal later. It's like, choose now, because then more of your life is amazing. Self-healing is like cleaning the dust from your house. It's always there, and it's there's always going to be more, right? Just like your life. You can't prevent difficult events from happening in your future, but you can prepare yourself so when difficult times do come round, you're able to manage your emotions better. So that would then, what what would it do? It would minimise your suffering when things do happen. So just remember, this is a lifelong journey. Dusting away your past experiences that have been stored in your mind and body that no longer serve you. So start today. (laughs) 
And I will give you some tips on how to start today and what you need to do to get you started if you haven't done so already. So why? Why heal? Why? Like, what's the point in healing? You know, like, I'm fine the way I am. Let's just say you're having those thoughts right now. And that's totally fine. Like, I've obviously been there before. Um, So what I would say is, obviously, the first step to anything, healing, is awareness. So when you do become of who you are, aware of who you are as a person, and when you do become aware of the emotions that are coming up for you a majority of the time, and when you then become aware of the behaviours that arise when those emotions do come up, you will start to notice that there's actually behaviours in your life that don't serve you, don't serve people around you, okay? So example, let's just say maybe you've had toxic relationships in the past, whether that's you or your partner, right? Whether that was in a romantic relationship or just friendships. So let's say in those relationships, you would start arguing, or maybe your partner would start arguing, and then that would trigger you, and then you would argue back. Maybe you were getting so angry that it was like an outburst of anger or maybe you would just do the complete opposite and you would like absolutely shut down and like block everything out until that moment was over and then you just go back plodding along as if everything's normal well both of those are not helpful um and it's just a part of your brain trying to keep you safe like I always say your brain will do anything in that moment to keep you safe and once you start healing you can then and you can then step into those moments and work through them in a healthy way that's helpful to both you and your partner or your friends. Once you start becoming aware, now awareness is key here, right? So once you start becoming aware of everything, you will start to pick up on your patterns and the patterns that are good for you, you can do more of and the patterns that are unhelpful for you, you can do less of. And yes, it is not easy as just saying, let's change this habit because it's so deeply embedded within you that this is why I refer to doing the work. It's a journey, yeah? It is a journey. And there's a lot of modalities that I use to help you release the trauma so that you can then heal and change those habits quicker. Honestly, once you become aware of all of the above and you start to heal, your relationships blossom rapidly. Like, I actually can't believe how quickly I became so open and so empathetic and so loving. Um, Not saying that I wasn't any of those things before, but I'm at a different level now to where I used to be. Like, I actually used to think that I wasn't an empathetic person, even though I'd watched, like, fucking EastEnders. (laughs) like years ago when I lived in the UK and I'd like cry you know like I think in real life situations because I had a slight fear of intimacy I would like be more reserved in certain situations unless I was very 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 close and had been with that person for years as in like friends or yeah romantic relationships but I I'm super empathetic and I always have been we all are we're all human beings that is what makes us humans right so we just the more trauma we have stored in our body and the more traumatic experience we've been through that can numb our empathy a little bit it's it's basically a trauma response right so as soon as you start doing the work as soon as you start healing as soon as you start choosing you that will flow through to everyone in your life your relationships will become amazing you'll feel so connected to others you won't feel as separated you won't feel as disconnected you won't feel like you're an outcast you'll feel close you'll feel connected just how we're meant to be you know we're from many many years ago we were in tribes we were living in communities we were raising our children within a community we had the help from loads of people and 
now we don't we're more solitary we're more alone and the more you can tap into this healing yourself the more open you become and when you become more connected you have that sense of community again so that in itself is super super healing I wonder how many times I'm going to say the word healing in this podcast if anyone wants to count and let me know please do (laughs) hashtag repetitive okay so actually I do have a book to hand and highly recommend it it's called healing is the new high and it's by vex king and he says in this page 134 make sure your trauma stops with you when we're unable to heal from traumatic experiences and events we're not the only ones to suffer intergenerational trauma sometimes called transgenerational trauma or simply generational trauma, is a psychological theory that describes how trauma can be transferred through generations of family or a community. Now, what this means is that if your parents have experienced something, or perhaps your grandparents have experienced something, then, of course, that trauma is stored in with their body, and then that passes down to their kids, and then that passes down to their kids, and then on so on and so forth. So if you look back at your life and everyone's experienced trauma whether it's small t trauma or big t trauma all experience something traumatic in our life and do you really want to pass that down to your children no of course you don't anyone would stop that anyone would have prevented that our grandparents would have our parents would have they just maybe didn't know at the time I even had a conversation with my grandma actually a couple months ago and she was telling me about a time when she slept in a field with her siblings because they had nowhere to go. And it's just so, so crazy to think that the fear that she must have experienced during that moment of sleeping overnight in a field for a night because they didn't have anywhere to stay. It's, and they weren't, they didn't have their parents. It's so, so sad. It's so heartbreaking. Like, even just thinking about it right now makes me emotional. And then that would obviously pass down to your parents. And then that would pass down to well, me and my sisters. So just have a think. Maybe you're having a conversation. Ah, challenge alert. <laughs> challenge through tears alert. Maybe ask someone in your family. Maybe ask your parents. Maybe ask your grandparents. What have they experienced in their life? You know, maybe they've got anxiety or maybe they've had depression. Maybe they've experienced alcoholism or addiction or anything but they maybe you know it wasn't as normal for that that generation to talk about things like that it wasn't as normal as for that generation to go to the doctor and say you know I'm feeling really low they were all like tough you know they've their grandparents and parents and that have all come from war so of course it's so different so now we're like the softer generation which is amazing cries into microphone (laughs) So just maybe get talking to your family, you know. There was a study done with mice and basically they sprayed cherry blossom scent around the mice at the same time as giving them a shocks. So then they would then associate the cherry blossom scent with shocks, right? And then weeks later, once the mice had babies, they then done the spray test with the babies without obviously the shock. And what they noticed is that the mice were then had the fear the baby mice then had the fear of the cherry blossom. So what that shows you is that the even though the babies were not around for the shocks, 
the fear had been installed in the parents that then passed through to the baby mice, alerting them that cherry blossoms equals mild shocks, right? Now, we're animals as well, right, as humans. And it makes sense that we take the fear from our parents because that's what's going to keep us alive. That's what would keep the mice alive. Otherwise, they'd just die. They'd all die, right? So in order to keep us alive... We learn and pick up on things that are fearful from our caregivers. So just think of it like this. Your emotions and your behavior are like an open wound. So when you are behaving in ways that perhaps aren't serving you, maybe they're toxic or perhaps aren't serving the people around you, just because you're caught, do you really want to spill the blood on others? You know, like hurt people, hurt people. So if you're hurt, chances are you're going to hurt people. We all know someone in our life at some stage has, maybe it's a person on the street that you don't even know that just bumped into you and they're so rude. You know, like what's going on in their world? That's what I think now. That's how I've trained my brain to think. Doesn't mean that I'll accept bad behavior, but that's how I think now. So just have a think about yourself just now. Are there any behaviors in your life that are no longer serving you? Maybe they're part of the old you and you just find it hard to shift them. And that's okay. The fact that you're listening to this podcast right now shows that you are changing. You can't do this. (laughs) So just wanted to let you know about a self-healing sort of experience I had that really profound for me. And that was Reiki. Now, if you've heard of Reiki, or if you haven't heard of Reiki, it is a Japanese form of energy healing. Now, if you're not sure what that is, maybe you're thinking, oh my God, energy healing, blah, 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 hocus pocus, woo woo, BS. Yeah, I totally get you. If you said to me like five years ago, oh, Reiki, energy healing, I would be like, whatever, shush. But (laughs) just listen to my story, please, because I was you. And I'm no longer that person for this reason, okay? Okay, so I got into self-development a few years ago, right? And I started to research all the various different modalities, okay? So modality is a different method of which you can use to heal. So for myself, as a coach, I use coaching, but I also use hypnosis, NLP, and emotional embodiment processes to help women heal, okay? So Reiki is a form of self-healing. It's a form, it's a modality, so basically, I'd done a Reiki course to perform Reiki on myself. So I completed the course and then I afterwards I had to do 21 days of self-Reiki. Now, the main reason I wanted to try out Reiki was I wanted to get closer to my body. You know, we live in our heads, especially having been in the corporate world for most of my 20s. We are very mind, mind, mind work, 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 fast pace, you know, we're, we lose touch and sense of our body and our emotions. I did it anyway. So I wanted to get closer to my emotions, my energy and heal from past experiences. So basically, I done this course and the 21 days of self Reiki was really the kickstart of me discovering more about processing emotions from the body because I basically felt like I had a hole in my heart. Now, I had this hole in my heart from the loss of a very close person to me when I was in my early 20s. And ever since, I felt a hole in my heart. Maybe you understand what I mean if you've experienced grief or loss. Maybe you felt this too. 
But if not, maybe you just think I'm crazy. <laughs> Here come the waterworks. <laughs> but honestly, it felt like a physical hole, like a hollow space in my heart, right? So when I done this Reiki course and we had to then complete 21 days of Reiki self-healing, I sat on the floor in my living room every day and performed Reiki to my body. It brought up so much emotion for me, emotions that I'd never allowed to come up in all of that time, which is like eight years now. And I had just created the space to allow the emotions to come up. So I sat on the floor and I basically grieved for 21 days and just let all of my emotions come up. I cried so much to the point where like had migraines, you know, like I was drained. Like I, I didn't socialize on those days sometimes. Like I was, it was a lot. Um, and after the 21 days, I never had this hole in my heart. It's insane. Like I don't feel it at all anymore, but like it was so prominent. Like it was, it was almost like it was getting like bigger and like stronger. I, I was just becoming more aware of it over the last few years. And now it's gone. <laughs> and to sort of explain this, I guess, and the reason I, and to sort of explain what's happened here is that now that I've studied this, I understand that what I was doing was also emotional embodiment work. And that was creating space for emotions to come up in a safe environment. This for me worked and it was intense and it was amazing now because it's healed part of me that I never thought could heal, you know? So yeah, it now all makes sense to me looking back that why it healed that. And if you actually were to Google trauma stored in the body online and find an image, in fact, I'll just do it right now. Because like I've mentioned before, trauma is stored in the body. It's not just your thoughts. And I will talk about both on different episodes because they're both relevant, both the mind and the body. But I'm looking at an image right now and it says the heart center. And that is the emotional energy centers of the body. In the heart center is grief, sorrow, sadness, and loss. And it all makes sense now, you know, that that's the area where we experience this pain. And now I've healed that through a lot of work and pain, <laughs> short-term pain for long-term gain. Okay, so if you are curious about emotional embodiment work and healing, slide into my DMs on Insta, approach the coach, because this is a main part of my Elevating Your Empowerment 12-week one-on-one program where we will work together so that you can heal, you can release trauma from your body, you can release those negative thoughts from your mind, and you can get yourself out of the cycle of feeling stuck or low. You will feel amazing. You will feel so good. I am living proof of this, okay? So what else is healing? You know, being stuck at home for two years during a pandemic was very healing for me. I was forced to look inward on an even deeper level than I had ever looked. I spent so much time alone with my thoughts. And if you're really struggling to spend time alone with your own thoughts, then reach out to me. Let me know. I can actually help you through this. You do not need to suffer, okay? Spending time alone is healing. So the pandemic was healing for so many of us. That's why there is a global shift right now. If you're obsessed with self-development as it is, you'll be like me. Algorithms are full of it. To me, from my lens and my worldview, the world is shifting. 
Yeah, there is huge change happening right now. And it's not just my algorithm. (laughs) So how can you get started today? Well, like I said before, there's a whole heap of healing modalities out there. And you can work with me, aka your Earth Angel Coach. And you can get started today. And if you want to have extra bonus healing points, you can start working on yourself today too. One of the ways that really helped me was yoga. So if you've already done yoga, and continue to do it because it's fucking amazing. For so many reasons, not just flexibility and health and fitness. It's honestly, it helps with focus. If you're like me and you're in a hyper energizing body that is like, woo, 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 woo. Like yoga is amazing for people like us. (laughs) It helps with focus. It helps to calm your nervous system down, which actually dictates your behavior at times. This is where I started building awareness. This is actually what got me into the self-development world. Um, Yoga and podcasts. I became hooked on Jay Shetty and hot yoga. And that was actually this very, very start of my healing journey. And that's what got me completely obsessed with self-development. So that is in a way, an amazing way that you can start today, literally $20 or less, where it depends where you're based, but go do it now. Just try it. Try it, try it, try it. Because yoga, some yoga poses can actually release trauma from the body because you're holding poses for a certain period of time. They can. Some people have like burst out crying in yoga because they've released trauma from the body. So give it a bash if you haven't done so already. And if you have and you thought it's not for you, try again. Why not? Knowing that there's so many health benefits for it, it's amazing. Another way is to practice gratitude. Now, every person can do this, right? Because all you need to do is think a thought. So could you think of a thought, something you love, something you enjoy, whatever, and really, really tap into that emotion of gratitude for that thing, that place, that person. Just tap into it because that is so powerful and it's so simple and it takes three seconds. In fact, after a few months of me and my friends joining uh, yoga, our other best friend said to us one day, she's like, you guys literally like love everything now. Like you could pick up a bottle of water and be like, oh my God, this water is so amazing. And I remember it so clearly because in that moment I thought, wow, we really have shifted something. Like yoga has shifted something for us. Because she's like, it's since you've started yoga. Like for your own friend to pick up on that, that's huge. That's massive. Oh yeah, I'm tying that into yoga because In our yoga studio, they would do a bit of meditation kind of stuff. And that is where our gratitude practice came from as well. So yeah, just linking that up too. So even if you're having the darkest day, there's always something to be grateful for. And I'm obviously I'm the biggest advocate of just fucking having a dark day. Like that's fine. Like if you don't want to be grateful, don't be grateful. Cool. The next day, pick yourself up, get yourself up out of bed and be grateful for something. Be grateful that you have a brain that's trying to keep you alive. Tough love is going out at the end of this potty. Okay, third and final tip, meditate. Now I know these three things seem like, oh, blah, 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 heard it all before. Yoga, gratitude, meditation. But it's because they're so profound. In fact, at some stage, I'm going to release a meditation program, like steps, maybe like start with one minute, two minutes, three minutes, because I highly recommend that you start really small and build on that. That's what I've done. And You don't need to sit and meditate for 35 minutes. Like, that's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. It will get you to a new level, definitely. Like, the deeper into meditation you go, you come out, like, in a trance. So, of course, that's amazing. Like, that's so powerful. And you don't need to start like that. You can literally start meditating with a minute. Put on a minute. That's it. Just a 
chill. Just have nothing in your mind. Just to relax and remember that meditation is not about having no thoughts. That is ultimately an amazing goal. And you just want to sit there and rest. Sit there and listen to some relaxing music. Sit there and listen to a meditation track so that you can just give yourself a minute. You know, it's really helpful. There's heaps of studies done on all three, yoga, gratitude and meditation to help you healing. Meditate every day, then you would look younger. So if you want to look younger, you don't have to get the Botox. Get meditating, yoga in and practice gratitude. Okay, ladies? (laughs) So remember, queens, witches, empowering earth angels, choose you. Fill up your cup first, okay? Then you can pour into everyone else's. So before we finish up today, the one thing I'm grateful for is Melbourne. Honestly, it's just stunning. Like, where in the world do you actually have like a beach and city and sunshine and seasons? And honestly, it's amazing. Like, I took myself out for brunch yesterday and it's just the best. Sitting in the sun, even though it's winter, I'm so grateful. People are nice. I, I, I live close to the beach, always have to live close to the beach. It's so soothing for my hashtag Gemini vibes. And yeah, I'm only like 30 minutes away from the city. So I'm 10 minutes away from like the big street, big street where there's loads of restaurants and bars. It's just honestly, hashtag vibe. So what are you grateful for today? And second challenge alert of the day is to ask someone else what they're grateful for. Go on, ask someone close to you what they're grateful for today. Maybe you'll be surprised with what they say. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I hope this podcast has helped you today. And I hope that you can share the love by posting it on your Instagram, sending it to your friends, sending it to your family members, send it to someone who could be done with this or maybe just wants to listen to it or is keen or interested in the self-development, self-healing, self-self-self world. And yeah, give me a five-star rating if you loved it. And if you don't, hit me up, (laughs) let me know why. (laughs) And yeah, I'd like to finish this podcast today. And yeah, so enjoy the rest of your week, Earth Angels, and I will speak to you again next week. I'd like to finish this podcast today by acknowledging and paying respect to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on the land of which we gather today. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. Thank you. (laughs) 